Hi, and welcome to this podcast of The Awakening Mosaic. The Awakening Mosaic is a place where leaders connect for the cause of global awakening and transforming revival. We thank you for joining us on this podcast, and we invite you to join with us in the future as we share together this collaborative effort that we might see the greatest move of God in history. In this particular podcast, I want to share with you a teaching entitled The Rhythms of History. And in this, I want to share with you five unwavering principles for seasons of unraveling. Recently, after being awakened in the early morning hours by a dream that I had just had, I sat alone in a dimly lit room and I began to reflect upon the dream. I began to record its images in my journal and I began to reflect on what this could possibly mean for the days that lay ahead. Make no mistake about it, we are living in unpredictable, we are living in unprecedented, and we are living in very uncertain times. But I want to remind you today that even though the challenge is to be alert, we must never acquiesce to fear. These are days for bold faith. As a matter of fact, unprecedented times provide for us unparalleled opportunities. Do not avoid being alert, awakened, and aware of what's happening around you, but never allow fear to become the dominant emotion that's governing your choices and decisions. The dream that I spoke of a moment ago highlighted for me some, from some tremendous and unwavering principles and the people, ordinary people, that God has always chosen to use to bring great hope to nations. And what I want to share with you in this lesson, it's entitled Rhythms of History and these unwavering principles for unraveling times, I want to share with you five principles that I believe that we can easily extract and find in the Holy Bible. But I also believe that history also records these dynamic principles to be true. Here's what I'm saying to you. I'm saying literally that these biblical principles, that when they are learned and applied in seasons of great trial, then we will discover a sustainability and a strength in days that appear to be unraveling that we will not find in any other source or influence of strength. I want to remind you also that history has a memory. History has a story to tell. History has a hope to share. One of the things that we learn in history in this particular lesson is that history in seasons and in days of unraveling History can provide for us a tremendous anchor upon which we can begin to stand upon a sure and a solid foundation. So I want to encourage you, never acquiesce to fear, but become anchored today 
in these five principles that I want to share with you. Because when we are anchored, our anchoring allows us to accept the events that are unfolding around us, though many times totally out of our control. But when we are anchored, that anchoring allows us to accept them as reality, to be cautious, to do what we need to do, to do, as some might say, our due diligence to ensure that we are governing our lives and our families according to wisdom and the truth of the times. The third thing is this. Not only will these principles allow us to anchor, not only do they allow us to accept as reality events that are unfolding, and in that acceptance we acknowledge the importance of the times that we're living in, and even the peril of the times that we're living in. But we're not just looking for an acceptance or an acknowledgement. We're not looking for a survival mode. I believe that we can, through these principles, we can begin to learn not to just survive, but to take on a mentality or a mindset, if you will, of thriving in seasons of unraveling. Oh, and I know, I keep referring to them as seasons of unraveling. And partly that's because in my study of American history and indeed history of other nations, but particularly history of moves of God, revivals and awakenings in the earth, one of the things that we discover is that oftentimes historic historians will take a, a long season of history and they will begin to look at it in segments and, and in seasons and in times. And there are times when it seems as though that in our instance today, this radical virus that is, that is absolutely encircling the globe and, and uh, captivating the hearts of men with caution and sometimes even great fear, what we begin to realize is events like this can cause us for a moment to begin to feel as though the culture and the world around us is unraveling. It's coming apart at the seams. But friend, even when we feel like that we're in a season of unraveling, we don't have to be unraveling. We can discover dynamic principles that when we apply them to our lives in a practical way, they can indeed make a, an impact in our lives that will help us to thrive in the longevity far beyond the outcome or the consequences of this virus. The days in which we are living are unstable, we know that, and even chaotic. But history is marked by times just like these. We are in, as some might call it, we are in unprecedented waters. But these days are not without comparison in history. The quest of our times is for strong leadership to guide us safely through this season of unraveling and lead us forward into a bright and a better future. We are believing for awakening in the nations of the earth 
We're believing for awakening in America. We're believing for the greatest transforming revival the world has ever seen. And let me just go ahead and be so bold as to say it to you clearly. And that is historically, historically, awakenings are often birthed in seasons of unraveling. We're believing for such an awakening to occur. We are not contending for anarchy. We're contending for awakening. These are times that demand a response governed by the revelation of the Holy Spirit, governed by the revelation of the Holy Scripture, governed by the revelation of the Holy Word of God that brings us into an understanding that not by turmoil or fear or the fatigue of frustration, but by the truth of the word of the Lord, we will prevail. What can we learn from revelation of the Holy Spirit and the rhythms of history to maximize our efforts in seeing global awakening, transforming revival, and indeed the greatest harvest that the world has ever seen? Where do we start? Here's my question, even on this Sunday, as I record this, uh, a, a Sunday unlike I present to you, unlike any other Sunday in all of American history, and I propose to you probably global history as well. So this is a, a, a unique day uh, of human history. And so let's look at these, let's look at these principles. They are unwavering and they will guide us through seasons of unraveling. History lesson number one. In these days, here's what we need to begin to do right now. Number one is return and restore. Return and restore. Say that with me, return and, re and, and restore. In times of crisis, we must return to the Lord and we must restore biblical virtues in our life. History is like a magnifying glass that enlarges our perspective on seasons of unrest. Such an unraveling as it appears that we are in now is often manifest as a crisis that can indeed reshape the most basic social environment and this causes fear or even panic to set in on the hearts of the people, even people of faith. We must distance ourselves from those things which produce within us an unhealthy fear or trauma. How do we do that? We begin by returning to the Lord. Matthew chapter 3 verse 2, Matthew chapter 4 verse 17, and verse 11, chapter 11 verse 20. Consider also Mark chapter 1 verse 15, Mark chapter 6 verse 12, chapter 13 verse 3, and we all are familiar with 2 Chronicles chapter 7, verse 14. Let me present to you right now that it's not another symbolic ceremony or a staged return to the Lord that we need, but it is a deep repentance and a returning to the Lord longing for the glory of His presence to come and to transform our hearts and to change our minds. We must in these days make an appeal 
to heaven for the Lord to come and renew our hearts and to heal our land. And we celebrate that even on this day, the President of the United States has declared that this be a day of national prayer as we, again, as a nation, do what? We return to the Lord first. Secondly, in this, in this first point, we must restore biblical values. In times of crisis, it is imperative that we look inward without isolation and we allow the most fundamental and yet powerful principles to be fully renewed in our lives. These principles will sustain us through times of a seeming unraveling of social norms, structures, and systems. I want to give to you six principles here that we need to renew in our lives in this season. Six virtues that need to be restored. Number one is honor. Renew your commitment today to honor and to prefer others better than yourself in times of unraveling. Number two is integrity. Restore our commitments to live with, without reproach and be committed afresh to the highest level of integrity. Number three is the virtue of self-restraint. We must restore our commitment to live dis disciplined lives of self-restraint. Virtue number four, family commitments. We must restore our family units in this season that seems like a pause. We're no longer today distracted by the wonderful arena of sports or a myriad of activities that are always clamoring for our attention and our devotion. We must return to these basic biblical virtues core values and virtues, honor, integrity, self-restraint, and family commitments. The fifth virtue is mutual trust. We must restore our commitment to have people close to us that we can trust implicitly. I've been saying now for years because of our study of history, that it matters more who we're running with in these days than it does what even we know. So virtue number five is a mutual trust. Virtue number six is cultural decency. Hear me when I say this to you. That is a virtue. It is a decision. It is a decision to be decent in our culture. We must restore our commitments to cultural decency and respect for others. Let's pull back on the vitriolic language and let's in implement, let's put these virtues at life, at, at work in our lives. So history lesson number one, return and restore. Return to the Lord. Consider those scriptures I gave you and then restore these biblical virtues, honor, integrity, self-restraint, family commitments, mutual trust, and cultural decency. History lesson number two is revival and relationships. History magnifies the importance of direct personal linkage, linkages in healthy relationships as being a key component 
to not just surviving days of, of unraveling, but to thrive in these very days. You might say to us, Rick, what are you saying? I'm saying to you, direct personal relationships have never been more critical and more important than they are today. We must resist the fear that tempts us to unplug from healthy relationships in days of crisis. Many times when we unplug, we begin to move into isolation. And if we're not careful, negative emotions can begin to triumph over solid reason and sure faith. Solid personal relationships allow for personal integrity to flourish in times of great crisis. In addition, we're believing that America's and indeed the world's greatest awakening and revival that will witness the winning of an unprecedented harvest of souls lays ahead of us, not behind us. And it is time for a revival that is not centered around personality, but around the presence of God moving in and through the lives of ordinary men and women. And that move, my friend, is coming to the earth. History lesson number three is gather and glory. Again, we learn from scripture and from history that a major key to thriving in seasons of unraveling is to learn to integrate our skills, to work create creatively, and to diversify our influence. Hear me when I say, it is important that we hear the call of the Spirit of God to gather in ways that are new and fresh to us. The Lord is releasing strategy and capability to gather in ways generations before us could never have imagined. It is important in these days to stress what we have in common and not what sets us apart as individuals. We have been releasing a strategy even in this podcast that we are calling an awakening mosaic. It is a clarion call in response to the appeal to heaven dream I had a few years ago to connect leaders for a cause greater than any one of us individually or ministries collectively. It is a strategy to honor and to gather generations together. It is a strategy that is built on the fundamental principles of humility, honor, and holiness. The awakening that is at hand is a gathering that will produce a sound of hope in the earth, the likes of which has never been heard. We are beginning to see a glory move of God that will manifest boldly in the lives of ordinary men and women in unsuspecting places and in ways we have never dreamed of. Get ready, it's coming, and indeed, it is at hand. History lesson number four, root and rest. It is easy to feel undone, or may I say, as if you are unraveling in these times of crisis and chaos. It is imperative that we take root in this season. Do not allow fear to pluck up by the root your faith. Do not allow fear or trauma to cause your emotions to begin to become frayed or unraveled. 
Commit today to return to the Lord in prayer and in supplication. Take root in, in His Word. Spend time daily in the study of the Holy Bible and meditation upon the things that the Lord is showing you. Secondly, take root in prayer and supplication. Allow the spirit of prayer of Zechariah chapter 12 to come upon you in this time. Guys, our culture has been has pushed the pause button. I even learned today that in the state of Ohio that they have closed down all restaurants and bars in the state of Ohio. Think of that for a moment. It is an unprecedented thing that we're seeing unfold. But friend, these are not days that peril is to dominate us, but prayer is to be reborn. Let the spirit of prayer move upon you and, and, and no longer be content with shallow praying. Go deeper in the place of prayer and supplication. Thirdly, take root in bold acts of courage. Allow faith to spring up in your heart and believe that the Lord for is renewing strong acts of courage. Can I say to you something? As, 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 ironic, as, as ironic as it may sound, the fact of the matter is, perilous days are often stewarded by courageous acts, by taking bold acts of courage for others. Our local church here is signing up young people to run errands for the elderly who are confined to their home. Guys, the days of the ministry of the church are not over, but indeed, we really begin to hear the call to uh, be creative and innovative in our ministries. The fourth thing here is to take root in positive relationships. Allow authentic relationships to flourish in times of chaos. All right, and then lesson number five, Brace yourself and be bold. Brace yourself for the days ahead, being alert without acquiescing to fear. How do we brace ourselves in these days? Friend, we don't brace ourselves by panicking. We don't brace ourselves as we heard a little bit earlier of, of two brothers who went out and, and hoarded up nearly 20,000 bottles of hand sanitizer so they could sell them for a large profit on eBay. Uh, that's not bracing ourselves. Uh, but how do we brace ourselves? Number one, we acknowledge. We acknowledge that the crisis is real. And even though each one of us are susceptible to the influence of the virus, I'm never gonna become a victim of the virus. I will arise in faith, I will ascend with great courage, I will be bold to love, and we will win in this season. I will not bury my head in the sand and pretend none of the chaos is real, but I will choose to live by faith above the chaos while remaining alert and active. So, how do we brace ourselves? We begin by acknowledging. Secondly, we begin by accepting. I accept much of what is happening 
is beyond my control. But I also accept the responsibility that I have to govern those things which are in my control by revelation of the Holy Scriptures and the wisdom of the Holy Spirit, living my best life in a season of unraveling. Some of you all have been tracking with me now for a year, the journey to retake my own health. I've lost 122 pounds over the last 14 months with a wonderful nutritional plan that is available even right now. And the reason I did it was because I had a word from the Lord that said he's going to begin to renew the mind and restore the body of leaders. Nowhere could I have imagined 14 months ago that we would find ourselves 122 pounds later off most of the medications that I was on a year ago, completely taking back my health, completely choosing to live healthy on a nutritional plan that is transforming my life. It's all natural. The plan is simple. The plan is amazing. It's full. It's the food is completely all natural. It's healthy. It's, it's, it's simple. It's amazing. And my point is this, if we will hear the word of the Lord and respond correctly, he will prepare us for these days in which we are now living. We do that by beginning to accept the reality of where we are. So friend, whether you're transforming your own life and health, it begins by accepting where you are and reaching out and uh, to others that can indeed help. If you need help, give me a call. The third thing that we do to brace ourselves is that we become anchored. We must remain anchored in the promise of God concerning my life, my family, and all that belongs to me and I call my own. I remain anchored in faith, rejecting fear. I remain anchored in prayer and intercession, resisting, complaining, and grumbling. I remain anchored in generosity and a bountiful spirit, resisting the tendency to hoard and bemoan some kind of fear of lack or of poverty. I remain anchored in the joy and the intimacy of the Holy Spirit through worship and devotion. And so friends, in this podcast, I just wanted to share with you these thoughts. And I wanted to share with you these five principles. If you would like to know more about the things that we've shared today, then please feel free to reach out to us right here on Facebook, Twitter, or on Instagram, or any other social platform. We celebrate today what the Lord is doing in your life and family and in the nations of the earth. This is the Awakening Mosaic. This is leaders connecting together for the cause of awakening in the earth. So we bless you today. We thank you for joining us. We look forward to you joining us on a future podcast. So thank you for sharing this today and joining us. If you would like an outline of this teaching that I've shared, if you'll simply respond to that where you receive this broadcast, then we will be delighted to forward one right to you. Thank you so much for joining us. Again, may God bless you. Be alert. 
never acquiesce to fear. This is The Awakening Mosaic. This is Rick Curry. Thank you for joining us today.